Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. Well, you know, last time we did a show, Luke Walton was the coach in the NBA. And he still is. He's just um, not the Lakers coach anymore. Uh, a day after the Lakers and Luke Walton mutually, quote-unquote, mutually agreed to part ways, he ends up now coaching the Sacramento Kings and his boss is former Los Angeles Laker Vlade Divac. So we heard about this, Sean, a lot really at the end of the week last week. This was a strong possibility, and now it's happened. I think we talked about this when we did our playoff preview show. So now that it's happened, now that it's there, I don't mind it. I think Luke um, is really good with developing young players. I mean, I, I guess, you know, Kyle Kuzma is probably his prime example again. But this is a guy that's known for coaching young guys. Obviously, we know about his crazy run he had when he was filling in for Steve Kerr. But now he has a, a good chance to do good things in Sacramento. So I, I'm excited for him. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great fit for Sacramento. Um, I think, like you said, the the first, um, well, last season before LeBron got to the Lakers, um, I really like what Luke Walton was getting out of that, that young bunch of guys. And um, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of talent in Sacramento. They were, you know, semi-close to making the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I think they just need... Uh, I don't know. Kind of, they they need a few tweaks and maybe yeah. maybe one more player thrown in there, and I think they they'll be in pretty good shape actually. So, um, not sure. You continue to start Willie Colley Stein with Marvin <laughs> Bagley. Probably but, not. Probably not. Um, but uh, you know, I think you know Deer and Fox. I think uh, obviously made huge, huge strides this year. So I think uh, I think this is going to be a good place for Luke to develop. You know, some young talent, and uh, you know he he's a young coach too. You know, it's not like he's like you know twenty years removed from being an NBA player or anything like that. Like I mean, it's it's just been, he's been a couple years, and not only that, he's he's won some titles. So, you know, he does know kind of what it takes to win. So I, you know, he does have some experience. Yeah, and here's the thing on the Kings side of it that's kind of nice, man, is they've really built a home court advantage. So they won 39 games this year. They won 39-43. They were 24-17 and at home. So really, I mean, that new arena became a tough place to play for teams. Sure. So they have that in their yeah. advantage. Um, I know obviously they were 15-26 and on the road, but that kind of happens with a young team. You know, they have a lot of good pieces, like you said. Um, you have De'Aaron Fox, who can potentially be your your franchise player. You have Buddy Heald, who has also been outstanding. Yeah. Um, you know, Marvin Bagley was really, really good after the All-Star break. Uh, Harrison Barnes is there at least for another year, you know. Um, and like you said, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're too far away. They're four games under five hundred. Um, you know, but... That was a team that, like we said last week, was expected to win about 24 games at most, was Yeah, it? yeah. 
they did very well. Yeah. So I'm excited, man. I, I wonder, you know, they don't have a pick this year, obviously, as we know, but I am yeah. curious to see what exactly he can do, you know, with this, with that stuff. They didn't waste any time snatching him up either. Oh, I, I feel like it was like as soon as they fired Dave Yeager, it was like, I have an idea. I feel I feel like anything at this point in the NBA, anytime there's a rumor about something, it usually happens. Yeah, I know. Like like there's usually like real no suspense. It's like I think Melo's gonna go to the Knicks, and then we're gonna talk about it for literally eight months, and then it's gonna happen. You know, I mean you that's mean Katie. No, I'm well. Yeah, that that could happen too. I'm talking talking <laughs> about I'm talking about Melo of the past. Melo was was the original Katie going to <laughs> going to the Knicks, the guy who was gonna lead them away from the promised land. So we'll see. But yeah, like there's so many things that you hear on an everyday basis. The 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 whispers are not really whispers in the NBA anymore. They're almost like they're like semi facts at this point because as soon as someone is rumored to get fired, it probably happens. As soon as there's a coach, specifically a coach from from Iowa State who has ties to a you know a general manager in Chicago, he usually gets the job. <laughs> so there's usually like no doubt. I mean, it really does happen, you know. So you know, I, you know, this was this was. I mean, you got to think how many. If you're Luke Walton, you had to have put some feelers out through some back channels. And Vladi, Vladi also probably put out some feelers like, hey, I think we could do something here. And it was like, of course, I mean, it was like he came to the meeting and they were already ready to hire him. Yeah, I feel like the meeting consisted of Luke walked into the, the boardroom. There's just puffs and puffs and puffs of cigarette smoke all over the place. So cigar, like, cigar, 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 oh, cigar, cigar. Sorry, you're right. Luke was, like, pushing webs of smoke out of the way to even see Vladi. Yes. And then sat down, and he was, like, he just slid them, slid in the contract, and was like, this is for you. <laughs> Love your Vladi impression. <laughs> and Luke was like, I'm in. I got nothing else to do. I Sacramento's got no- cool. Yeah, it's like I just have to, you know, I have to, I'm, I still get to stay in the same state, you know. I'm- and that was it. I'm a few hours away, obviously, but that's that's fine. So you know, I think yeah. I think it's a it's a good it's a good uh, mutual thing between those guys. So I'm I'm very excited uh, for Sacramento next year. I think uh, you know I think they need to get somebody. They need to maybe pull some strings, move a few p- pieces around, maybe get one more one or two more pieces that might be able to help that team. And I think, like I said, I think they're probably a you know a low playoff team next year. I hope so. I think that I hope this is another it, a good step forward. It's time. It is. It is time. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, the three years we've had this show, the first two two and a half seasons or so, we've really made fun of the Kings a lot. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, so you know, and they had the really good draft. And the, the Fox draft was a really good draft, and um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this leads. Now, on the other end, in Luke's former team, um, uh, oof, uh, yeah, so. The two leading candidates right now, it seems, are, was it Monty Williams, Ty Lue, and apparently Jawan Howard. Is and Jawan, yeah, Jawan Howard, he got a meeting Juwan. as well. Jawan's been assistant coaching for a while now, so, you know. Yeah, I think not, the Cavs are interviewing Jawan Howard, too. Yeah, yeah, he, he's getting an interview with, with Cleveland as well. And uh, it's time for him, I think. He's he's been on mm-hmm. the he's been on the, the bench with a lot of coaches for a while, so I think, I think this is the... Um, I think this is the time to probably bump him up. I feel like now I heard um, 
via I believe it was I believe it was uh, Harrison Fagan that um, Monty Williams is the front runner at the moment. I hope so. Of those yes. of that group, I hope he is the yes. front runner. But there are some rumblings going around in the NBA that um, I think I think one of the reasons they're looking at Monty more than than Ty Lue is a lot of the other players around the staff and other members of the staff are afraid that if Ty Lue comes to L.A., obviously he's a LeBron guy, uh, that he might be you know pulling the strings again with this team, and I don't. I don't think the rest of the with, – with all the stuff with the trade that didn't happen this year and everything, I feel like the trust with LeBron is pretty fractured. I agree. So, you know, I, I think Monty would probably be their safest their safest hire. So I'm uh, – you know, I'm hoping he gets the job. I think he's he's got the most experience too. So I think, uh, I think he would be probably the best fit for him. And if Jawan wants to go up, go up north and, and coach with Cleveland, I think that would be a great fit for him too. Yeah, I agree. And here's the thing is, um, you know, a lot of people were really shocked that Monty got fired from the Pelicans because, honestly, like, a lot of players really liked him. Um, so maybe that is a thing to their advantage. He was an assistant coach yeah. uh, on one of LeBron's Olympic teams, so LeBron did really like him as well. It's come out that that was something he's looking forward to. Um, but I 100% agree with your point, man. I think we're I think we're at the point where maybe we're past LeBron James, the general manager. Um you know, because not just this, but going back to Cleveland, like we've said many a times, Jerry Smith and Tristan Thompson getting giant contracts and just how bad that was the situation for them. Yeah. So he left, Cleveland's in shambles. Um, you know, obviously those guys are happy they got money yeah. by all means, but really, like, we're at that situation now. Um, so I think, you know, like you said, after the Davis trade, there's been rumblings that the young guys, like, lost all all trust in LeBron James after all that happened, and sure. rightfully so. I think, I mean, I would have a hard time not feeling the same way. Um, so, you know, I think he's done a good job of doing a ton of interviews this offseason to kind of be like, no, guys, really, I'm fine. You know, everything's cool. We're going to be okay. We're going to make this work. Sure. And <laughs> then, you know, it's like, uh-huh, okay. All right, buddy. Yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping they can pull it together this year. There's there's gonna be a lot of I'm I'm most excited to see what the Lakers are gonna do this off season more than probably any other team because it's like you got the second greatest player ever on your roster right now. You know, you know, right. dwindling down to the twilight of his career, and it's like you got to make some moves quick. So, and I feel like you know this summer's obviously it's this is a make or break year for the for the Lakers. It's, yeah, I mean, this is kind of your situation of, you know, you don't have many more years, like you said, and you do have a high lottery pick this year, which you can really draft. I mean, you can potentially draft. Okay, I shouldn't say high lottery pick. They, like they might. I, 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 have, I have a— But I was going to say, you can, you can flip that. Yeah, I, I think that's going to get flipped. I think so, too. Um, but I would not be shocked if they do hold on to the pick because they can't make a deal, especially now that David Griffin— is in charge of the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, he's going to get the very best deal he possibly can. Going back to that, like... 
Uh, there's so many. There's so many theories. I want. I don't want to discuss Anthony Davis today, but there's right. so many, so many things he could do to to get rid of Davis and get a better player. Um, and obviously, Boston seems like it's probably going to be the front runner for one of those trades. But or the Clippers, or the Clippers. But I don't. I mean, you're a rental. I don't. I think Anthony Davis going to the Clippers. You're a rental. I don't think. You know, you can go ahead and trade for him, but I, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't think Anthony Davis is like one of those players that can be convinced um, to stay someplace if he's traded to someplace he doesn't want right. to be. I don't like. I don't think there's going to be like a Paul George kind of moment in at you know for the Clippers or you know I don't even think so for Boston because I you know I agree. I I really still believe like when he's like you know all teams are on the list. It's like you didn't want to go to Boston, and let's just be honest. Yeah. And, you know, I know Danny Ainge would probably make that trade just in a slight chance he can convince him, but yeah. I, I'm not I'm not buying into the fact that he will convince him. No, no. Let's get off AD news. I don't I don't want to talk AD. We, I feel like we've wasted so much time talking well, about that, man. It was more talking about David Griffin. David you Griffin. Turned it, you turned it into Anthony Davis. I, that's your I, fault. Th- that's that's because that's all that's there. Otherwise, it's just a, you know, a team with a with a bird as a mascot. My, my point that's was a, that we know David Griffin is a mastermind of trades. He is. He is a he is a mastermind. Okay, of maybe trades. not mastermind, but really like all the trades he made in Cleveland, there was not there was maybe so like getting J.R. Smith and the Monshumpert. I know I just made fun of the fact that J.R. Smith got a huge contract. They won yeah. that deal. Yeah. Oh, one one hundred percent. He was yeah. one of the reasons they won. <laughs> he traded for Channing Fry, which people like might be like, hey, you know, whatever Channing Fry. That deal worked out. He he made smart trades. He made yeah. smart trades. The Kyle Korver trade, still to this day, I'm like, how how how? Yeah. Did, did exactly. you get that deal? You know, for like really not much at all. I know. Yeah. And like you get to the and like you almost lost the draft pick, but you don't. Yeah. So because that would be in this draft pick. Which, by the way, Zion Williamson declared today. I'm not sure if you saw. Yeah, that was going to be the next thing I wanted to talk about. So the inevitable happened today. Let's say, can you tell by my voice how shocked I am? You seem so shocked. He really could have used another year in college, you know? Yeah, I mean, he just needed like one more season where he right. you know, blows out a shoe, tears his ACL, and you know, then declares. Right. You know. Yeah, that'd be fun. You're off. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm very much looking forward to the NBA draft lottery on uh, May 14th. The Zion Williamson lottery? The Zion This is this is probably like this is this is up there with the with the Shaq lottery and the LeBron, LeBron lottery yes. lottery in terms of excitement for uh, a draft <laughs> pick. So I mean every that's something I'm going to watch live. I'm very excited about that. The Shaq lottery was the best because that same moment that the Magic won, they like pulled out a jersey with this. They already had it. Yeah. They already had it. They like, were not yeah. wasting time. Yeah, Pat Williams wasn't. He wasn't wasting any time. You know, he's like that's what I li- liked about him. He was so same. bold. He was such a bold, like fun uh, GM for a team. Like he, he was just like, yeah, we're gonna draft Shaq. There's that's it. Like no other, uh, you know team is going to do that but did you see that the knicks are sending uh patrick ewing yep the last you know? time they had a number one overall pick yeah because the last time they had yeah dave debusher was the uh was the guy representing i, I don't know if he was oh, the yeah. general manager or the president of the team at the time and just like as soon as they won he just put his fist in the air he was so excited that you know because <laughs> everybody knew he was going to draft patrick ewing so yep. So, but I, uh, I don't want that to happen because they're going to get Katie and Kyrie. So I, I've just already decided I, I don't, I don't really want to see that. And if someone put up a graphic the other day, it was like Katie, Kyrie, 
Zion and DeMarcus Cousins all in Knicks jerseys. And I was like, I hate that. Oh, man, there's too many cooks in the kitchen with that one. Right. It's like well, the Warriors. It's it's like the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So NBA playoffs started on Saturday. They did. We had we had some some good games and some surprising games, and then we had some downright bad games over the weekend. We should note we are recording this before the game twos of tonight. So the, yes. Before the Philly Brooklyn game and the Golden State LA game. Um, okay, we've got that out of the way. Yes. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get started with um, Philly and Brooklyn. Obviously, we expected Philly to run away with that series, and they did not uh, to start the series. Brooklyn was awesome. Um, there was a few times that Philly cut it to get close, and then Brooklyn put their foot down again and took over. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was outstanding, and Ben Simmons was not. Uh, ben Simmons was extremely disappointing. Yeah, he looked lost out there, man. I don't know what's. I don't. He's he's so trigger shy right now. He doesn't want to drive the ball. Yeah, I don't know towards who he is the anymore. hoop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah, I don't know either. He's, he, you know, he went from you know being one of my favorite players in the league, and just over like the last couple games, I'm like, what, what the hell is this guy doing? There's something about that rookie class, man. We're like, so Simmons did not make the jump. Markel Fultz did not make the jump. Lonzo Ball did not make the jump. Malik Monk did not make the jump. Laurie Markkinen had a really, really, really good month, but truly did not make the jump. Jason Tatum did not make the jump. De'Aaron Fox made the jump. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll take Larry Markin over all those guys, honestly. I will too, except for Fox. But, except for Fox, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, like, that draft class, none of the, like, that rookie class, I should say. Like, Donovan Mitchell isn't much better than he was his rookie year either. No, um, and we really thought he was going to just, like, full throttle, you know. I mean, he right. was a surprise, obviously, during his rookie season. And, then, you know, you expect a jump. But, you know what? Look at Look at a player like Victor Oladipo, a guy who didn't make the jump until they right, found the right situation. A lot of these sure. guys, they might not be in the right situation right now, you know? And maybe uh, the best place for Lonzo Ball might not be L.A., you know? Well, we know where that is. We've heard we've heard some rumblings. We've heard some rumors. We won't talk about it. No, because if no. it does happen, we will probably celebrate. Probably. I don't yes. know how we'll celebrate, but we will. We'll yes, do it. very much. Perhaps, so, we'll eat, perhaps we'll eat cake. Yes. <laughs> I'm never against cake. Cake's um, good. So, but yeah, like Ben Simmons, man, it's like after like these first glimpses we got last year, and obviously I watched him at LSU, and he was a surefire number one overall pick at the time. Um, you know, it was like, okay, this guy's going to continue to get better and better. He's going to be the next, he's the model for the next set of point guards. Yeah. And now, like, this is the second playoff series. Oh, great. I'll be it. It's one game into the playoff series. It's one but, game. We're overreacting. Sure, but, like, not really. I mean, the Boston series last year, man, he had a game where he had eight points. One point. Yeah. And, you know, he's missing a lot of free throws. He's getting booed. He still hasn't developed a three-point shot. And, like, I know a or, lot of people... Or are, or a shot. Right. A lot of people are like, <laughs> he doesn't have to do that anymore because they have Tobias Harris and those guys. Like, okay, what if those guys leave? Yeah. You're back to just Embiid and Simmons. Yeah. And, and like... Again, you and I have seen before when Jimmy Butler is like in a, in playoff mode, he is pretty fun to watch, and he was really good in that game. Yeah, but the rest of the Sixers were not, including JJ Redick. And I thought he would be a guy since he's been to the NBA Finals, he knows how to get up for those things. He'd be better too, but he was not, man. And like I, I, 
I got to say that Brett Brown is part of the problem, but these, the team itself is part of the problem, too. We haven't even talked about the text message thing on the, on the sidelines. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. Like, I don't think Amir Johnson, who's been in the league for so long, would really not have that if he wasn't worried about his daughter. But like at the same point, like, you know, you kind of had to find him. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, and it's like you're not. Are, are you focused on the game here, or or what? This is this is you know this is it right here. This is what you play eighty two games to do to get to this point. And I'm at a point where I'm 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 thinking to myself, last year's Philadelphia team was hungrier than this one. They just didn't have Jimmy Butler. No, albeit they could go out tonight and win by like thirty. But you know we don't know. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, so still think the Sixers will win it. I'm just a little more concerned than I was. Yeah, it's gonna be a close one. Yeah. All right. So talk as you know, and the fun kept going Saturday, Sean, because Orlando is now up one zero on the Toronto Raptors after their game, where DJ Augustine, yes, DJ Augustine, led the Orlando Magic to victory with twenty five and six. Dude, he was really good in that game, and you know who wasn't? Kyle yeah. Lowry. Yet again, another playoff game where Kyle Lowry has no points, has seven rebounds. Has eight assists, which is, you know, seven and eight rebounds. I'll take that. But was 0 of 7 from the floor. Was 0 of 6 from 3. He's a uh, he's a true uh, disappearing act, isn't he? It seems at times he is, yes. I don't know. I never – I say this every year. And I, I'm usually right, but I don't know. I always feel like Toronto always trashers. is like tra- – Yeah, the trashers, as I like to refer to them. Um, you know, I feel like every year they come up short in seasons where they shouldn't, right? you know, and this is a point in the year where it's like Kyle Lowry is, he's Mr. Raptor now. I mean, he is Mr. Raptor. So, you know, he's got to step up and like DJ Augustine, I mean, mm-hmm. he's like a, he's like an all time Charlotte Bobcat, you know, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's, I just think of that orange Jersey and him running around and getting undersized by everybody. You know, well, was like, that year he was the Bulls point guard when Rose was hurt. He was pretty good. I, I, you know what? I completely blocked that out, sir. Pretty I completely, completely. I, I forgot that happened. Yeah. I literally forgot that happened. I don't. I think it was the Bucks series. Forgot it happened, man. Yeah. You remember <laughs> Nate Robinson, but you don't remember DJ Augustine. Nate Robinson made that team. That was one of, that is my second or third favorite Bulls season. The Nate Robinson season was fantastic. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I it agree. was. It was a lot of fun. But I, uh, yeah, I. It is what it is. You know, you can put up a few stinkers, but you know, it's the first game. We can't. We can't overreact. It's, you know, it, it, it's crazy to think the NBA playoffs start April thirteenth and they go on through the first week of June. I mean, this is this is a long ass thing. You know. It is, yeah, I know. It's and it it drags on like the second series, oh, yeah. like the semi the semis, man. It's like, you know, sometimes it's just. I mean, obviously, if the Warriors and and Rockets, you know, make it to their, you know, next next part of the bracket, I, I suspect I, they will. I suspect they will too. That's going to be one of the best series in the tournament. Yeah. So agreed. Um, but. On the Orlando Magic side of things, like you gotta, we gotta give them their props. Uh, Steve Clifford being a first-year coach there, yes, and you know, getting the most of those guys. 
you know, like Aaron Gordon wasn't good in this game, and they still won. And I'm trying to look at everything else right now, but like how many po- how many points did Aaron Gordon have in that game? He had ten points and ten rebounds. He shot okay. three of ten from the floor. Okay. Um, the second leading score was Evan Fournier with sixteen points. It was a it was it was a win by committee. Yes, it was. Like Jonathan Isaac had eleven, Vucevic had eleven. That's fine. Oh, that's awesome, not, that, man. That's not gonna that's not gonna win you a series though. So that might be I you know, if I was gonna say that any other team, you know, I, if Orlando didn't win any more games in the you know in the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I would say regardless of what happens the rest of this series, the Magic had a successful season. Yo, one hundred percent. They yeah. They, I'd love to see some some good players go down there this summer and and hook up with that team because they, I think, they are definitely on the right path right now. Yeah, for once, I don't think we've did, been able did to not, did like not did not did not expect that from the Orlando Magic. So I'm I'm really nope. happy that they got a win. Agreed. And then obviously Golden State and the Clippers. Steph Curry has another ridiculous 38 point game. As he should. Rebounds. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Yes. That's incredible. He was eight of twelve from three. Going after it. Yes. And it was Boogie's first playoff game, and he put up a stinker. It's fine. Yeah. He played 21 minutes. Um, but obviously everyone's talking about this game. They're talking about Kevin Durant and Pat Beverly going at it, because Pat Beverly is the ultimate. Get under your skin guy? Yes. Yeah. He's and... great at that. Him and, him and Russell Westbrook go way back. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, I forgot about that. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some and bad so... blood there. <laughs> And so Durant and Beverly get into it at the end of the game, and they both get ejected, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. In the game, it didn't matter because the Warriors were up up big. Um, I, I don't really have much more to say about this series. I said last week it'd be a sweep. I'm standing by that. Yeah. Shea Gilgis Alexander was playing small forward in this game with Landry <laughs> Shamet and Pat Beverly. And I love Shea Gilgis Alexander. I love him. Yeah. But, like, Wow. Point guard of Kentucky one year, small four for the Clippers the next year. Yeah, that's like that's like a two K kind of thing. It's like they, they, right. they place uh like like Ben Simmons is a power forward. Yes. But he never plays power forward, like ever. He never plays it. You know, Luca Luca is a shooting guard. No. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just put him under the real positions. That's what this that's what this lineup felt like with the Clippers. Yeah, and then, of course, the final game Saturday, we saw the Spurs beat the Nuggets in Denver for our final of 101-96. Despite all God team, Nikola Jokic's 10-14-14, because he's the greatest thing to ever walk the earth of sports. I don't know if people know this or not. He's the greatest ever. He Man, is. I, I sense I sense some sarcasm there. He is better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He is better than Will Chamberlain. <laughs> he is better than Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, has there even, he's better than Hakeem Olajuwon. He's like, basically Shaq with a jump shot. Right. He's better than Patrick Ewing and David Robinson. Like, should we even have had centers before Nikola Jokic? <laughs> What's a center? Right. I, I thought mean, he was the guy who created this this position. Right. He was. He started it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, he didn't. Okay. If if I was going uh, to um, expect a team to be to get into the playoffs and become outright frauds this year it would be the nuggets <laughs> <laughs> like you know what i mean like like they got the number two seed you know <laughs> so it's like like but they have no real playoff experience you know with this group 
So it's like, you know, if if they end up getting smacked around by uh, a Greg Popovich team, that's, that's what might happen, you know? And that's like, I'm going to go back to what Kyle text us in the uh, 48 Minutes group chat on Saturday night. He said, I don't care about Jokic. He's got four points in 24 minutes. Jokic fans will say that he had 10 assists, but that's because the rest of the team's backcourt a total of zero assists. He isn't adding assists. He's just taking them from his guards. And I 100% agree with that point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, too. Like, don't get me wrong. I fully uh, expect it... the Nuggets to win the series. But, like, let's stop acting like Jokic is the best thing that ever happened to, to NBA basketball. <laughs> like, overrated. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely one of the top he's, players he's, in his position. He's definitely he, really good, but like he's he's a top three center right now. Oh sure, he's but a top three center. When people are like, a... you know, like I said last week, like he's leaps and bounds better than Carl Anthony Towns. I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's I I completely 100 percent disagree with that. <laughs> leaps and bounds better than Carl Anthony Towns. Get the fuck out of here. No, that's the, calm it down, Nuggets fans. Calm it down. Yeah, I know. Like our boy Ryan Blackburn's probably like, fuck you guys. <laughs> but like you're wrong yeah and he'll give us 40,000 stats about why we're wrong and that's fine he's, he's got stats man he'll oh, back I, I love Ryan Ryan's I know. great anytime Ryan know. Ryan knows he has an open invitation True. to be on our show so so let's go into Sunday real quick the first game was a boar fest uh, the Celtics beat the Pacers in the 1999 Eastern Conference playoffs by a score of 84-74 <laughs> and a best of five this is what I don't like about that game so there's I I follow quite a few Celtics fans Why? on Twitter. I don't want to talk about it, but the thing that's funny is they were talking about just like there was there was one who will remain nameless who stated that the Pacers put up one of the worst performances in playoff history. And I'm like, dude, they were like neck and neck with the Celtics the first half. They just put up a really shitty third quarter. Yeah. Like they put up a really shitty third quarter. Like they only scored, I think they scored uh, six or eight points and then they only scored. And then by the time the half was over, I think they only scored like 26, like all together. So they, they basically, you know, they, they put up a, the third quarter. They got outscored tremendously. Right. That was, that was what screwed them up. But, for the first half, they were in the game. They were up by eleven. But like Celtics fans, that's how they are, man. They just like they just don't let things go. They're like, oh no, this is one of the worst playoff performances by a team ever. It's like, no, it's not. Come on. No, that would be Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals last year when you guys scored seventy nine points in a game. Yeah. Don't forget that. Never forget. Right. But never forget. I mean, really, they needed. I mean, obviously, they have Kyrie Irving, so. Like, that definitely never hurts in a playoff game. But, dude, he wasn't very good. Like, his stats look good, but he just didn't shoot the ball well. Um, he was a plus 19. I can't fight that. But I do not – I don't trust the Celtics in the playoffs this year. I don't. I, I didn't trust them at all this season. I don't trust them to get their shit together and make it to the Eastern Conference I expect them to destroy the Pacers, but, like, after that like, – Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like picked them last else. week to beat the Bucks. I'm still sticking with that, but I don't know, man. After the way the Bucks looked last night – Bucks look hungry, man. Oh my they look God. hungry, and so, they're 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 locked in, man. They, they are, are locked in. They like are. they are locked in. Rockets are locked in. Warriors are locked in. Those are the three teams right now. I'm looking at. Can we just also make mention of the fact that Giannis went full court on one dribble and dunked the ball and yeah, didn't he's travel? An, he's an incredible athlete. Oh my God. He's he's really he's he's honestly the best player in basketball right now. I don't even I, I agreed. 
I'll stand by that. I think uh, I think he and we we are seeing he's becoming like just a straight animal. Yes, and he is so hungry this year. You could year. say he's becoming a freak. He is becoming a little bit of a freak. Yeah, yes. and not only that, like Brooke Lopez last night. I know. Like Brooke, what a pickup for them. The Lakers were so stupid to let him go. Yeah, we don't we don't have to do that anymore. We're being happy right now. <laughs> so let's look at this last night. They had eight guys scoring double figures. To put That's that in great. context, they played twelve guys last night. That's great though. Ooh, and you know, like again, our boy Kyle, I know he's a true and true Pistons fan. And obviously this is tough. Blake Griffin Without- Apparently yeah, he's not the best player. Play series. They said now yeah. he's not going to play at all the series. Yeah, yeah. So like, hold him out for uh, round two. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you know, that's what happens when all you do in your spare time is just jump over Kia's. <laughs> We're past that. He's a shooter now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Honestly, think about think about the Blake Griffin hike highlight reel this year. How many times do you remember like turning on like a highlight and seeing him just throw down a dunk? Compared to like hitting a three or something, it was it was more of a joke. But yeah, I I, I, I do get that. <laughs> yeah, but man, like Luke Kennard Drummond. at twenty one, he was really good, and that was about it. Drummond, yeah, Drummond put up a stinker. So yeah, he was twelve and twelve, like, but like twelve. That's yeah, but that's those aren't the numbers that he. Right. Needs. Those are those are without those Blake are, Griffin, those he are, needs to put up like thirty and thirty. Those are Aaron Gordon numbers, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> It's like you can't put up Aaron Gordon numbers and, and be the man, you know. So um, I don't know. I that's a, the Pistons are an interesting team right now. Like I I don't know where they go after this season. So I'm sure Kyle has a lot of theories about where they go. But yeah, with with Blake being out this series, they're not going to win. You know, it's not going to happen. So yeah, I I I know. Um, so I don't know where would they. I don't. We really don't have to really like update this series, do we? I hate to say it because like I would love to see the Pistons put up a fight. Sure. But man, I mean, when you have like George Hill dropping sixteen off the off the bench, yeah, you barely played Nikola Mirotic, and you barely had to play him. And you know, friggin' Giannis has put up twenty four and seventeen, and Giannis is Giannis shot five threes. Why? I don't know, man. Why did he do that? No. I don't know. But all in all, I mean, the Bucks, like you said, they're locked, they're loaded, they look exciting. Portland, Oklahoma City, which we thought would be the most exciting series, had a really good first game where Enos Cantor had 20 and 18. Yeah. We all called that, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, Nurkic is out, so, I mean, he's got to step up, and he's he's been a good pickup for them, so I'm, I'm really happy for him because the Knicks weren't playing him. Seven offensive rebounds. Yeah, that's that's huge. That's huge. That huge. That I mean, he's huge. always been a really, really good offensive rebounder. I will say this: I was, I was, I know we picked as a committee. We picked the Thunder to make it to the to the Western Conference Finals this year, and um, I'll be completely honest with you: this is about the second or third game of action I've actually seen the Blazers play this year. So I, I don't have much to to go on, but they looked pretty damn good yesterday. They did look good. Lillard was. Lillard's got to be like, where would you say he's on the list right now of like most fun players to watch? He's he's up there, man. I mean, he's definitely probably one of the best. You know, he's he's probably what top five best small guard of the last decade and a half. Yeah, he's definitely an elite point guard. Um, 
So I think he's and McCollum, man, like he's good too. Like he is good. Those guys are so good. Like I, I watch them drive into traffic and go around all these big guys and maneuver around them, and they get the ball to drop in the hoop. Like every time, they're just so freaking good at just doing that. Like I, you know, I, I'm not used to seeing, you know, players be able to do that. Where they impressed me the most as a duo is how good they are as a three point shooting team. Oh my god! There's, they were eight for nineteen. That's like yeah. combined. That's just fun. those two. And like that's really where they won that game. I mean, I know Paul George is still hurt. Um, Billy Donovan, dude. Like I get you have to play Paul George because he's been your best player all year. Yeah. But like played him forty three minutes with a bum shoulder. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't. I, I don't. I don't like that. No. I don't and, like that at all. And Westbrook had a triple double, and Westbrook was. Not bad. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I love the Westbrook-Lillard fight matches because they don't like each other. And so, like, yeah. they do go at it. Like Lillard said, it's like two dogs, two hungry dogs going, like, fighting, going at it. It's, it's, the, it's the two small guards with the, with the most chips on their shoulders right. matchup. Yeah. And they're both California kids, so they, you know, obviously they probably cross paths quite a bit. Yeah. Like, in their, like their younger days, around the same age area. So, yeah, man, I... I I feel ya. Um, and of course, like you said, Houston really locked in. Just took it. Took it to the Jazz. James Harden, 29-8-10. Was 11-26 from the field. 4-10 of 10 from 3. Um, this Rockets team, it feels like, I'm just saying it's a feeling. It feels like it's different now, right? I mean, they're not saying they'll beat Golden State. But I don't feel like we're getting this James Harden game at some point where he just like shoots like three of twenty six and has like thirty one points from the line and just quits on defense. Like they, like you said, they looked locked in. That's well, game one. It's game one. I mean, we'll, we'll see how they get to. The, they're both. I mean, they're inevitably going to match up with the Golden State Warriors in the next round. I don't think there's anything. No, that's... no one has a doubt of that. No one has a doubt of it. It's going to happen. Um, I'm going to watch every one of those games. I'm I'm very excited yes. to see them because you know, especially with literally us included and every other television personality out there saying you know windows shut, you know windows closed, you know with this team and they still had a hell of a season this year. And if I were them, I would really kind of feel you know a little pissed off about that because yeah, they, they do. got a lot to prove. But once again. Chris Paul, gotta stay healthy, man. Yeah, and I mean, if 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 he goes down again, like I, I the reputation is solidified <laughs> at that point because it's like, dude, you know, what's the point? Why why are you even playing? And you can't be mad at him. You know what I mean? It's no, not like it's no, fault. it's a lot of it's been a lot of just unfortunate incidents. You know, right? And a few years ago, when he was able to. To when he was with the Clippers and they beat out the San Antonio Spurs in the playoffs, that really felt like this kind of like turning point for him. Yeah, they were and... up three one on the Rockets. And yeah, they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's I, I don't know. I don't I don't trust Chris Paul in the play. I don't play. I don't trust playoff Chris Paul. Which is weird because statistically he's actually really good in the playoffs, but health wise. It's like yeah. it's like when it's, it's like all right he's played too long. That's it. That's it, man. Yeah. So we put a really like kind of going through. We like, so we still all this series so far. Um, 
we did a Twitter poll um, about which player off series are you most unsure about now. And the leading vote right now is at 47%. Now, mind you, it's 15 votes, so 47%. That's about six, seven votes about around there now, man. Okay. The 76ers net series is the one that people don't, are most unsure now. When we thought not too long ago this was like for sure a done deal. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Nuggets, Spurs is at 27%. Blazers, Thunders at 20 Raptors, Magic is at 6 So oh, and, 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 and Bede is, is banged up. That's like another thing we haven't really – Yeah. You know he's he's banged up too, so you know I I don't know I'd be I'm I'm more concerned about that series than anything just because just because of his health you know and Ben Simmons looking like just a dumbass out there so right and I I don't know man I just uh, I don't like Brett Brown and I didn't realize how much I don't like Brett Brown I'm sure if you go back and listen to previous episodes. I probably talk about how good Brett Brown is as a coach. I didn't know what I was talking about that time. Because the more I watch the Sixers play, the more I'm like, it sounds like when Sean's playing 2K and he runs no plays and just fucking goes for it. I know. That's that's what I do. And you still lose. I know. I do. <laughs> I do. But, like, man, it's like I don't know about him as a coach. And this goes back to that, like, Laker point and that – Ever since he grew out that beard, man, you know? NBA coaching overall, I think minus, like, a handful of guys, kind of sucks. That doesn't suck. It's just, it's like the same merry-go-round of coaches. Right, like, when there's, like, there's not, like, this, like, big thing where there's tons of guys you can hire. It's like, the Sixers fired Brett Brown. People that are free agent coaches would probably want that job, but, like... Sure, who it's, a great, gonna, it's a great situation. Yeah, who are you going to get to take that job? Is Jay Wright going to leave Villanova to go coach the Sixers? That'd be cool. Who, be who did you that. say? Sorry, but like, all right, I'm going to stand by my Jay Wright point. I think he should do it. I'm, I'm down. But other than that, man, I think we touched on the playoffs so far. Um, anything else you have to to throw in before we get out of here? No, I'm I'm just looking forward to more basketball, man. Me too. We got a good long month and a half of drudging along <laughs> through the NBA playoffs before we get to the finals. So I'm uh, I'm very excited. I'm actually going to get off here and watch some games right now. Me too. All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Everyone enjoy the playoffs this week. It's been a fun episode of 48 minutes. Um, service announcement, real quick. At Large Bid will be going bi-weekly starting this week. We'll do an episode, and then we'll be going bi-weekly through the offseason until the end of college basketball. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know we have some ideas. Our big board's going to debut this week, and so we're going to get that out for you. Um, overall, But overall, we're going to keep you in line. So everyone, have a good one. Enjoy the playoffs.